Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Sparky Pfeiffer, 55 past the hour. Time for another Milwaukee Sports Timeout brought to you by the Potawatomi Sportsbook. Find out all your favorite sports 24-7. Enjoy over 70 self-service kiosks, wall-to-wall TVs, free parking, great food, and a full bar. Bet big, bet bold. Learn more at PaysBig.com. Uh, let's talk, uh, if you don't mind, Eli Berkovitz uh, about the Packers getting the win 23-20 to over the L.A. Chargers. Uh, on Sunday, and a big win for the Packers, I think, because a lot of people probably weren't picking them uh, to win that game. Uh, but as you do the uh, the Pack a Day podcast with Andy Herman and the likes, was anybody over there uh, picking the Packers to win? And uh, how big of a surprise was this for you? Yeah, I, I didn't see uh, anyone specifically looking, calling for an upset, honestly. So I think everyone at this point had a certain expectation, and myself included. I mean, I didn't think it would be some kind of like blowout because the chargers are just one of those teams that doesn't do that. But I did not think they would be able to pull it out in the end and to see the way obviously love played down the stretch and the defense holding it down in the fourth was, was really impressive. And yeah, definitely uh, somewhat shocking at least. Jordan love tops 300 yards. Uh, and now the question is, do you think this Packers offense has finally turned the corner with all the young guys at wide receiver, tight end, and of course Jordan Love now uh, looking to really coming on here in the last couple of weeks. I think it's it's certainly possible that we see. I mean, I doubt we're going to see some sort of you know thirty points a week explosive offense, but turning a corner from the way it was for that you know four to six weeks where the offense was just awful, at least in the first half. I think we're definitely past that. Obviously, it will depend on how long Aaron Jones is out. That's going to matter, but. Just seeing what Jaden Reed has been doing these last few weeks, I mean, you can make the argument already that he might be just the best overall receiver on the team. And Romeo Dobbs is just a touchdown machine, which is great to see. And we even got Christian Watson involved. Hopefully, you know, that gives him some confidence. And obviously, Dontavion Wicks is, I mean, looking like a steal at the 159th overall pick. He had a tremendous day yesterday. Let's talk about uh, your Twitter account. You can follow Eli on Twitter at bookofeli underscore NFL. I think there were a lot of good moments in the game. One made me come out of my seat. Tucker Craft, holy crap. I didn't see that one coming. Him leaping over a dude. I thought he was in bounds, and then you see the replay, and you see that he stepped out. But I didn't realize he was that athletic. Yeah, that was, I mean, touchdown or not, just extremely impressive that he was able to hurdle that defender and stay that close. I mean, he was barely out of bounds there. That would have been, you know, one of the top plays of the week probably circulating online if he managed to stay inbounds there. But it's really exciting. We've seen already what Luke Musgrave can do. 
we know that he's only going to get better and he's already been good for a rookie tight end. And just to think that Tucker Craft, maybe not as a rookie, but second year, third year starts to come on a lot stronger, we could be looking at a very legitimate tight end duo, which is pretty rare in the NFL, and when teams have it, they're usually damn good. Let's talk a little bit uh, about uh, Anders Carlson, if you don't mind. Uh, because we brought this up on the current long podcast uh, that we recorded as far as how much patience Packer fans should have. And Ryan Horvath made a, a good point, which is you need a really good kicker when you're really good. Uh, they're not. Uh, so you have time to let him develop. I know a lot of people want Mason Crosby and cut Carlson and let's move on. Uh, but they're not going to cut Carlson, I don't think, this year. And I don't think uh, they'll bring in competition for it next year. He was the only position that didn't have any competition during training camp this year. The only damn position. And he was horrible. Uh, and they still didn't bring anybody in. So clearly, Basaccia is going to get his way and let him be the kicker next year as well. But if things don't turn around next year, then I think maybe you see a replacement. Yeah, um, I'm definitely getting a lot of heat right now on Twitter because I tweeted that I was just about done with uh, with Andres Carlson. And just about done does not mean done, but it's, it is concerning. I mean, I, I took a closer look at his stats throughout the year, and everyone just wants to talk about the percentage. But if you look a bit deeper, he has only made two field goals over 40 yards this year. His last three attempts of over 40 yards, he missed all three. He's missed two extra points in the last two games. And like that's obviously just not nearly consistent enough in the NFL. Like, sure, if you can hit field goals under 40 yards, that's great. But that's college-level stuff. You need to be getting well into the 40s. And at this point, guys are kicking 57-yard field goals, it seems like, every week. So that's just, for me, Like I agree with what you're saying. They're not going to cut him. They're not going to bring anyone in. I think we actually spoke about the fact that they never brought in competition yep. during training camp, which was to me a little bit crazy because obviously he was struggling. But even if he wasn't, like competition, you know, there's nothing wrong with competition. It just makes guys better, in my opinion. So I just hope that you know he can just figure it out from from longer because if the only time we're going to feel confident is from 39 and below, we're basically not going to be able to kick field goals. That's right. And the other part about this. Uh, that we talked about on Curtin Long, is this uh, defense uh, and where they're at. Now, again, on Sunday, they got some breaks, right? Uh, Quentin Johnson drops that ball down the sideline. Keenan Allen, who never drops balls, he dropped a couple of big plays. So maybe that helps the Packers' defense uh, to do what they did. But still, I mean, we're talking about this defense having a legit opportunity to be a top-10 defense, especially once you get past the Lions and the Chiefs and you look at the rest of the offenses left. They have a legit opportunity to be a top-10, top-7 maybe uh, defense in yards allowed. I think Joe Barry's going to keep his job before this whole thing is said and done. Yeah, I'm, I'm very concerned that that might just be the case. And I know that, like, yes, if you just look at the numbers, they are encouraging, and that would lead you to believe that, okay, this defense is – and let's be real, they are playing good. I mean, bottom line, the Chargers have a great offense – they held them to 20 points. They've held their last six opponents to 24 or fewer points. So that's that's really good. Bottom line in the NFL, most most teams have been scoring between 17 and 20 against them, which is great. But I also think that a lot of these teams are playing us knowing they're not going to need to be putting up 30 points most weeks to beat the Packers right now. And I, a lot of teams just seem to be able to really get whatever they want on the Packers, whether that's short stuff underneath passing. And obviously we know the struggles in the run game. So I don't want to totally bash it because results are results. And it has been better than we probably would have thought. But I think everyone who watches the game 
still sees what Joe Barry does in a lot of situational call that just doesn't really make a lot of sense. So it's it's nice to see, but I still think there needs to be a change at that position at, at defensive coordinator for next year. I saw a mock draft uh, and it had the Packers taking a wide receiver uh, in the first round. And I'm I'm okay if that's what they do. I don't think they will. I think right now, offensive tackle um, and cornerback probably in the first round are, are my wants, if I could have a want, uh, in the first round of this draft. And with having an extra second, an extra third, you have an opportunity to move back into the bottom of one, if you want, uh, to take two players there in the first round. Uh, for you as a Packer fan, as we sit right now, looking at what this team looks like, and obviously things could change between now and the end of the year. Uh, what are your wants if, as you look ahead to the draft? How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, yeah, most years I would be pounding the table for a first-round receiver, but number one, I think I've just mentally moved on from that idea that it's ever going to happen, regardless of how badly they need it. But I think this year might be one of the years you can say they don't need necessarily a first-round guy. Like, looking at the roster, I don't, say, I don't think there's a clear elite number one receiver on this team because the Jaden Reed just because of his size, like maybe he won't translate to that kind of elite number one that we think of. But between Reed, Dobbs, I think, you know, people are, Watson, it's, it's not been great, but I think it's far from over. People are really freaking out about Watson, in my opinion, too much. Wicks has shown some serious potential. Malik Heath, maybe not in the regular season, but clearly they like him a lot. Two tight ends that they like. So I think they could go offensive tackle and I would you know it's it for a lot of people they might think that's boring but look at this team right now if David Bakhtiari was playing who knows how much better our offense would have looked all those weeks to look so bad because Jordan Love really has had no time so offensive line or yeah like maybe an edge rusher you know opposite Rashad Gary Preston Smith getting a bit older but yeah probably offensive line edge or corner you know, the other thing, too, is safety and running back probably are both needs, too, but you don't take those type of players in the first round unless they're super special. I don't know if that player exists in the first round. I don't think they do. Uh, but having said that, this team has A.J. Dillon, and it doesn't look like they're going to have uh, either Aaron Jones or Wilson uh, for this game against the Lions. There's all kinds of different options out there of what they could do. Nothing really excites me, but how do you go about trying to fix this running back room going forward when you look ahead to next year? Uh, yeah, looking at it for next year, it it really could be a, a totally new room. I mean, 
I think AJ Dillon almost. I think Dillon is the most likely to be gone because it's the second contract. I'm sure a team will give him a decent enough contract that the Packers aren't going to match. I do feel like, let's just say, assuming Aaron Jones avoided a major injury here, which is what Matt Lafleur made it sound like. I think they're going to keep him around simply because of what he is for that team as a leader, someone in the locker room. It's just you can't let Aaron Jones leave, and they've already kept him so many times. It just seems like they're going to let him ride it out. But in my head, with the way Emmanuel Wilson looked, I thought next year it could be a Jones-Wilson kind of split committee, and that could work. Obviously, we hope Wilson's okay. We're waiting on that. If if they move on from Jones, I mean, they're going to have to probably draft someone, the latest, by round three, uh, and then probably bring in a veteran uh, at some point for some cheap contract. But I hope they keep Jones because he's just too important to the locker room, even if he's not you know, as healthy as we'd hope. One last one. Are you a fan of wide receivers blocking guys like Khalil Mack? Because I'm not. I hate it. Uh, and I know you know everybody's all excited uh, about it happening. But more times than not, probably that really good pass rusher is going to destroy a wide receiver. Yeah, uh, it was cool to see Malik Heath you know, knock Mack on his ass. Like, that was fun. But I, I agree. I mean, you can't be doing that in any sort of consistent or real fashion. I mean, if you put Jaden Reed out there to block Khalil Mack uh, or someone like Khalil Mack, that is going to go badly way more than not. So here and there, if you're doing some kind of trick, quick play, quick throw, I guess it could work, but I hope it does not become a consistent thing. Follow Eli Berkovitz on Twitter at Eli underscore NFL. Where else could they find you, Eli Berkovitz? Uh, you can find me over at Packer Report, all my writings over there. And every week on the packs on the pack show on Twitter, you can find it at the pack underscore show uh, with myself, Zach Jacobson, and Janelle Mackey breaking down everything going on in the Packers world. How do you control Jacobson? I don't understand. <laughs> I just that dude, he's a loose cannon, but he's entertaining. I'll, I'll tell you that much. Eli, thanks yeah. so much for coming on, my friend. Really appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. 
Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.